When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. M&J Video Games and Collectibles. Sport and non-sport cards, wrestling items, autographed items. We buy, sell, and trade. M&J Video Games and Collectibles, located at 1049 Queen Street, Southington, Connecticut. Call us at 1-860-479-9223 or 860-93-GAMES. M&J, Video Games and Collectibles. Once you explain that, can you do pretty much the same thing that, that the Hogan did? Kind of explain what got you into the business and who helped you to get started in this. But I, I, I'm interested to know myself, you know, how in the hell you get to look like that? You jack, bro. Man, this is coming from somebody who's twice my size. 
Man, I'm trying to get like you, brother, man. You see those arms right there? Well, all you gotta yeah. do is get fat, bald-headed, black, and ugly. You look just like me. Oh, well, I'm halfway there. Yeah. yeah. One thing in the barrel. Number one worst wing podcast, yeah. When it comes to podcasts, they are the queen. The crew. Yeah, dig it. Monday and it is the day after Mother's Day so I want to wish all the mothers out there happy Mother's Day and uh yeah there's not too much to talk about wrestling wise because I have not really been watching much of anything um just going by what I hear and what I see while I'm scrolling but uh the only news that I keep on seeing Number one is uh, our friend Sunny. Yeah, she finally did it. She did it. She didn't take the uh, lessons that were being put in front of her to listen to. And now she's uh, going away for a long, long time. And she's not going to be uh, seeing any sunny days unless she's out on the yard. It's unfortunate, but uh, you got to be careful with the decisions that you make. And I know, personally, I practice what I preach, man, because uh, I had to control my temper after getting into some situations that I'd rather not speak about. But the other day was a good example of me uh, maintaining my composure and not getting into any trouble because uh, I was driving, minding my own business, and I had to make a turn, and there was a guy in the middle of the road who obviously had some mental things going on, and uh, he had a backpack and some clothes, and he's holding a bunch of stuff, and he's yelling. He's yelling to himself at the top of his lungs, right? And uh, I just, uh, you know, I drove by him, and I'm like, man, what, you know, and I was actually on a Facebook Live at the time. If you go back and watch my Facebook Live, at about uh, one minute and 45 seconds, you'll see... Uh, that I'm saying, you know, what the hell is this guy doing? And the next thing you know, boom, he threw something at my car. And I don't know what it was. I thought that it was a water bottle, like a plastic water bottle. But uh, it made such a sound that, you know, you could hear it on the video. And uh, when I got home, I go to open up the door. And uh, the door wouldn't open all the way. So uh, I get out, and there was a huge dent right by the door hinge on the front quarter panel that whatever this guy threw, I don't know if this guy was on uh, some angel dust or whatever you call it, man, but this guy had some force throwing the bottle or whatever it was that he threw that he dented it as if a car backed up into it, man. So for two reasons, I'm glad that I didn't do anything. Number one, he probably took would have took my head off. And number two, I can't afford to be getting in any trouble because of uh, getting in trouble and now learning my lesson not to get in any trouble. So uh, there's a lesson for you guys. Uh, here's This is coming from somebody who can't control his temper very well at times. And uh, I had to con con you know, contain my, uh, my uh, composure and just kind of like let it go, man. And I'm proud of myself that I did it. 
And I actually feel bad for the guy because he's obviously got some uh, serious mental things going on. And I can relate to that as, uh, you know, I've spoken before about uh, being an advocate for uh, mental illness. And it's no joke, man. And there's, uh, you know, the stigma of mental illness has uh, decreased, but it's still out there. So uh, this is my opportunity to let people know, man, if you're going through something, get help and get on medication, talk to a therapist, do what you got to do, man, because it's no laughing matter and it ain't going to go away on its own. You know what I'm saying? You got to do something about it because a guy like that, man, he might be in jail right now because of his explosive, uh, you know, uh, impulse control. You know what I mean? And, uh, you know, that's something that, uh, that'll get you in a lot of trouble, man. You know what I'm saying? When you react and you don't think, man, bad things happen. So, uh, anyway, I got off the subject of wrestling. Um, besides, uh, Tammy, um, the other thing that I'm hearing so much about is Roman Reigns and, uh, how... They were saying that uh, he was cutting these promos and that they were unscripted. And he's saying, you know, he's cutting like babyface promos at the end of Raw. And, uh, you know, being like out of character and talking about that he may not be uh, around. You know, uh, they're not going to see that much of him anymore, possibly. And it's got everybody, uh, you know, wondering what is he talking about or whatever. Because he's at it, you know, he's the biggest heel. And he comes out and he's cutting like a promo thinking the fans and everything. It's pretty confusing. And then the reports are is that, you know, WWE is pissed that he's doing that. And, uh, you know, I don't know if I'm just uh, always thinking like a worker, but I always think that everything that I hear is a work. And uh, now they're saying the reason behind all that is that he's taking a, a uh, lighter schedule and uh, that he might be doing some movies and doing some other things, you know, outside of uh, outside of wrestling. But here's my take on that, man. Number one, if uh, if the company didn't want him going out and saying things like that, his mic would have been shut off. Um, and they would never have let him go out a second time and say the same stuff again. Um, I don't care how big of a star you are. You know, business is business. And you go uh, and you do something that Vince doesn't give the approval of, man. And uh, you ain't going to let it happen. So, uh, maybe they're covering up now by saying what he was talking about was, um, you know, having a lighter schedule and, uh, but, you know, I heard, uh, and I don't know how true it is that he, you know, his answer to, uh, you know, Vince and the, you know, the, uh, the producers and stuff, um, that his, uh, his reply for, you know, they said, what are you doing? What are you going out there and, you know, saying that you don't have any opponents? Because that was the thing is that I read that he um, he went out there and cut a promo saying there's nothing left for him, that he beat everybody, and that there's nobody out there on the roster that could, you know, that could beat him. And meanwhile, he was supposed to be uh, um, issuing a challenge to uh, Shinsuke, whatever his name is. <laughs> Uh, and then he was supposed to come out or whatever. I don't know. I don't know the deal, but, uh, what ended up happening was that, uh, he didn't do that. And, uh, he basically was just saying that there's nobody for him and that ruined plans for what was next for him. Um, 
So I don't know what part of it's a work. I do think that WWE and AEW are now starting to do something that's very smart and that's blur the lines between what's, uh, you know, what's a work and what's a shoot because um, everybody knows that wrestling is a work, but if they do something to make it sound like something is a shoot and they could get, you know, and they could work the crowd that way, I think that's great, man. Um, and they already, you know, for somebody that even knows the inside, man, I I got duped a couple times that I thought something was uh, legit. And um, if this is only, uh, you know, like a work and uh, it is for him to just like take a lighter schedule or whatever, whatever. But here's my take on, uh, on Roman Reigns having a lighter schedule is, uh, you know, He's young, and uh, he's been a top guy for, you know, not long enough to uh, to be, you know, I know he's working a lot of house shows, and he's, you know, he does work a lot. He has had a lot of, uh, a lot of matches, you know, over the, you know, per year, um, and I'm sure his body does need a rest, but the thing is, man, it's like, you know, it took John Cena and, uh, and, um, you know, uh, who am I thinking of? Like, you know, HBK or whoever, you know what I mean? That they were main event guys and then they start to get a, a lighter schedule. They don't do the house shows and then they only do the Raws or whatever, um, the Raws and the pay-per-views or whatever like that. And um, it's almost like, you know, because they put their years in, man, and now they're being able to, you know, kind of slow it down, wind the thing down a little bit. But, uh I don't know, man. Roman Reigns is, uh, I don't think, uh, he's not in that same position where, you know, he's been doing it long enough and he's that big of a top guy that he can, uh, you know, call the shots like that and that they're agreeing to it. I mean, it's a bad business decision too, because he's the biggest star that they got right now. And you take him off of TV, who are you replacing him with? You know what I mean? Who are you going to, uh, Who's going to fill his shoes, man? So um, I don't really know what's going on with that. I don't follow. I didn't see the pay-per-view last night. Um, I have no idea. I heard that the uh, that the Ronda Rousey match was good. They worked a, a broken arm gimmick for Charlotte so she could take some time off, too, for whatever reason. I think it was because she was getting married. Who takes off on their wedding day, man? That's bullshit. There's a lot of wrestlers back in the day that would wrestle on their wedding day, man. I'm not, I'm not, you know, I'm not condoning that. I kind of like the way that, uh, you know, WWE is kind of uh, being a little bit more humanized where, uh, you know, if you need time off for uh, physical or mental, uh, you know, um, a break, you know what I mean? Uh, that they, they treat you a little bit more like a human and... Uh, but, you know, again, I don't know what the deal is, if there's some other story with Roman Reigns. But uh, for him right now, while he's the hottest thing, and for him to, uh, you know, for him to ask for a lighter schedule, why would you want a lighter schedule when you're, you know, you're, uh, you're finally the top guy, man? You know what I mean? Run that until, you know, until you can't. So I don't really know. 
and uh, I'm just going by what I hear, and um, it is what it is. So I don't really have much to tell you as far as uh, what's going on in the wrestling world. Um, sure, there's some things that'll pop up in my head. Because um, I do this without a script, man. I go, uh, you know, I'm walking the high, the high wire, man. You know what I mean? Without a safety net. Uh, I don't uh, I don't plan. I don't plan my, uh, my show here. But uh, I think uh, if you guys were to send in some questions, that would help a lot. Because uh, then we could do a little bit of an interactive type of deal. But... Uh, you guys do it once in a while, but this is uh, me telling you that every week you guys need to uh, send in some questions, man. Because otherwise it's me rambling on and on and there's nothing cool about that. And I can only do it for so long before uh, I feel like I'm boring you guys and I'm boring myself. And then the video is not going to be a whole entire uh, podcast type deal. So, uh... The only thing that I could really say, and we're only in uh, in this video right now for uh, 13 minutes, but um, I want to address, yeah, I'm going to try not to get to my boiling point, man, but I want to address certain things about the wrestling business when it comes to uh, promoters and vendors, man. I'm just going to put it out there right now, because one thing that I'm not is fake, even though... Uh, even though I'm an impersonator, I'm still not fake. But uh, the deal is, is that uh, people seem to not understand the concept of when you book somebody, that means that you pay the deposit in order to book them. They are not booked until they are paid the deposit. Okay, and if you don't pay the deposit another booking comes in and they pay the deposit, well, first come, first serve, and money talks. You understand? So if uh, you tell somebody that they're booked, but you want to procrastinate and ignore them when they keep on asking you, hey, brother, where's my deposit? And uh, you got no choice but to take another booking, then uh, you can't get mad, bro. And, uh, and some of you are getting mad and then uh, banning certain people from ever doing things again with you because you're all butthurt that they went and they cheated on you. The deal is, man, when the, at the time that you say, I want to book you, there better be a dollar sign next to it. You understand? And that's business, man. That's business with anybody. And I'm no longer in the wrestling business, per se, but I am, because I have to deal with the same people that I've always had to deal with when I was wrestling. For those of you that don't know, man, I'm not just an impersonator of a famous wrestler. I was a wrestler for 15 years under the name Vic Divine. You can look it up. True story. So I know the business. I'm not somebody sitting here... Not knowing about the wrestling business, never been in the wrestling business, just being a, a fan or a mark or something and trying to tell people how it should be. I've been around it, I've been screwed, and uh, I've had enough of it. Yeah, it's not going to happen anymore. So uh, just a little message out there to those of you, and you know who I'm talking about, that have done me dirty, man. Yeah, there's... Uh, 
there's going to be a time that uh, you're going to see me, man. And, uh, and I'm not going to be pleasant to you. You understand what I'm saying? Because you screwed me over and uh, you cost me a booking or whatever the deal is, man. There's a lot of trash in the wrestling business and uh, I don't like dealing with it. You understand what I'm saying? So uh, from now on, man, anybody out there who has booked me and unbooked me, yeah, my message is learn how to do business, man, because from what I understand, some of you got a lot of heat with some people that you don't want to have heat with, and I'm not talking about me, okay? You're messing with uh, families that are not uh, not keen on getting uh, screwed over, you understand? So, uh I'd be worried about the type of business that you do. And uh, with that being said, if you're a promoter, a vendor, whatever, um, before you go and do business with a wrestler or anybody, myself, anybody, learn how it works, man. If I'm somebody that hasn't worked for you and you're interested in booking me and you come to me and you tell me, that you want me on your show or you want me at your uh, your event or whatever like that, man. Don't hit me up telling me that you want to book me and then tell me, oh, okay, well, let me get some money together and I'll get back to you. You know what I mean? It's like, if you don't have money, why are you, why are you trying to book talent? If you don't have money, why are you trying to book a building? If you don't have money, why are you trying to establish, uh, you know, that you have an event, man? If you don't have the money, don't put the event on. You know what I'm saying? Save your allowance, break the piggy bank, and take out your change and do the right thing. Man, that's all I'm saying, man. It's not that hard, man. It's not that big of a deal. You know what I'm saying? You're not going to go to McDonald's and say, yeah, we're a number one, but uh, I'll tell you what. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna uh, see if I have the money first, and uh, but I still want it. You know what I mean? But I'm not gonna pay for it right now because I'm not sure if I can afford it. You understand? You understand where I'm going? You understand the concept? Yeah, because that's enough to get me real hot. So I'm just letting everybody know, man. Business is business, and that's the way business works. You understand? And because of the way that the business is, and because of the way that some of you are. It shouldn't even be in the business. And I wouldn't even consider you in the business because some of you are just a little bit of a marky mark. Yeah, that uh, likes to be around wrestlers. And uh, the problem with that is that uh, you don't know how to do business. And uh, my deal now, because of doing business with the wrong types of people that don't know how to do business, and I had to learn because I'm new at the vendor thing. You know, I dealt with promoters. That's bad enough. Dealing with vendors, dealing with uh, people of that nature, I was new at it, so I didn't know all the do's and don'ts and, uh, you know, the things to look out for, but I realized it's not too much different than the wrestling business itself and promoters. So, uh, now I do things a little bit differently, and uh, if you're going to book me, uh, that means that uh, I get my full amount up front. Uh, send it to PayPal or wherever, uh, electronically, I want the full amount, and I'm not asking for much, man, you know what I'm saying, I'm not, uh, I don't think that I'm out of line by, uh, doing business the way that I feel that I need to do business, because of people that, uh, will either give me the deposit, 
and then back out on me and say, oh, well, keep the deposit. Well, no shit. I am going to keep the deposit. Um, if you give me the deposit, man, I want the full deposit because uh, it'll it'll keep you from wanting to back out if you pay the whole thing. And uh, this way, because uh, I don't want just the money, man. I want to get out there. You know what I mean? I enjoy doing what I do. And uh, I don't want to just collect the money and sit home. I want to get out there and do these events. Um, I was very disappointed to not be at the uh, 80s con this weekend. And uh, that was <clears throat> that was because of a certain somebody that uh, I was booked. And uh, then I was unbooked because uh, basically because of everything that I'm talking about. Yeah, you want to you wanna book me, uh, don't ignore me when I'm asking for my deposit, man. That's what the deposit is for. A deposit? A deposit means I'm reserving that date. See, now if you reserve that date, and you give me money to reserve that date, I'm yours, okay? You don't give me the deposit and somebody gets in touch with me and says, hey, I got a show or whatever, I got an event on this day, are you available? I might call the guy that booked me and say, hey, brother, I really need that deposit because uh, somebody else is interested in booking me and I don't know if I'm free or not. And then, well, you told me that you were working for me and on that date and uh, yeah, but you also told me that you were sending me a deposit. So basically, without a deposit, I am not booked. And I put something up on my Facebook, and I want everybody to, uh, this is something that I, uh, that I should trademark, because everybody's going to go stealing this now. But here's the deal, and I stuck with this, I made up this, uh, slogan years ago when I was wrestling, man, when I started to learn my lesson from, uh, wrestling promoters, and, uh, paying my dues and doing every single show that I could possibly do, no matter what. And in the very beginning of your career, that's what you do. Especially if you love it, you want to do it. But what ends up uh, happening is, um, you know, years go by and you, you feel like, okay, you know what? I'm not, uh, I'm not uh, green anymore. I'm not, uh, you know, a beginner paying my dues and everything. There's certain things that need to change. And uh, here's the deal. I call it the three X's. The three X's, experience, exposure, and expenses. Now, what that means is that if I do anything, let's say that there's no exposure and it's not a great experience, I'm not going to get something out of it. It's not going to be something that, uh, that I could, you know, hold on to and tell people, uh, you know, a great story, you know, a great experience or that I learned something from it, okay? So let's say that there's no exposure and there's no experience. It better pay me real good because then the only one left is the expenses. If it pays real good and nothing else is there, then yeah, you do business, right? Now, on the other token, there are times that there's no pay, bad pay, whatever, but it's something that you're going to have a great experience. You're going to learn from it, or you're going to be able to just say, that is awesome that I got to do that. Um, or it's good exposure. You're going to, you're, it's going to elevate you to where you want to go. But the pay sucks. I still do it. 
because it's something that means something to me. So I don't say no just because the money isn't good. Now, I can guarantee you know where I'm going with this. And now let's say that the money's no good and that there's no real experience, but it's a whole lot of exposure. Well, then you're going to do it because you want exposure. You want to get out there because exposure will lead to a great experience and it will lead to expenses. So those are the three X's, man. So I want everybody to remember that. I want everybody to know that uh, without the three X's, man, if none of them are present, if none of the three X's are there, neither is much. That is all, man. And it ain't that, it, I don't see a problem with that. That's the way that I do business. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, I don't know, man. I think, I think everybody should live by that. You know, I think that, uh, you gotta, you gotta set your boundaries, man. You gotta, you gotta, uh, you know, you can't just be taken advantage of. And I have. There's a lot of promoters out there that took advantage of me when I was new and when I was when I was wrestling. After a little while, you start to know your worth and you start to realize that uh, these guys are cutthroat and uh, they're going to get away with whatever they could get away with. And if they could save a dollar, they're going to save a dollar. And uh, when you're dealing with people that do business like that, you got to do business your way so that you don't get taken advantage of. And I don't screw anybody, man. I want to let everybody know right now, this thing that I do, I take it real serious. I'm not just the guy that's out there doing cosplay. I take this real serious. I'm building a brand here. I got a lot of things going on that I'm trying to accomplish with this. This is something that I want to make into a much bigger thing. I take a lot of uh, pride in what I do. And... Uh, and I've gotten quite far in the two years or whatever it is that I've been doing it. So um, I just want people to uh, understand that, uh, you know, I'm a professional, man. And, uh, and I'm trying to get my name out there and I'm trying to get exposure. I'm not about to try to uh, ruin my reputation. Some of you guys out there don't care about your reputation. And it's obvious and you got shit reputations. And, uh, and everybody knows it. People know you and won't work for you. And uh, and all you do is go and uh, bash other people and talk about how bad their reputation is and how you're so much better, but you're actually uh, in the same boat. Okay? So, man, do the right thing, man. Be a decent human being, even if you are in the wrestling business. I know it's hard to come by to find somebody in the wrestling business that's... Uh, everybody that I've ever known that was in the wrestling business that's a good person... I'm still friends with, and they no longer have anything to do with the wrestling business. They were too, you know, they were too, uh, too good for it, man. You know, they were good people and, uh, they weren't about stabbing their friends in the back and they weren't about, um, you know, uh, doing, uh, doing business, uh, you know, for themselves, going into business for themselves. And, uh, you know, it doesn't matter who they hurt. For me, man, I'm, I'm not like that. I'm looking out for myself, but I ain't trying to hurt nobody else. Um, I ain't stabbing nobody in the back, man. I just don't want nobody stabbing me in the back. And uh, when it comes to getting booked, man, if somebody's worried about 
you know, giving me my deposit, giving me the full amount, thinking that I'm going to no-show. Why would I no-show? I'm trying to build something here. I don't want the reputation that some of you have uh, gained for yourself. I don't want, I want people to say that that guy Mach is professional. He shows up, he's on time, he does his thing, the fans love him. Got no problem booking him again, you know what I mean? Pass the word on other people. Yeah, he's great. Book him, you know what I mean? The, the, the kids have fun with him. The, you know, his, uh, you know, Macho Man fans from way back uh, are amazed by him, whatever. I'm not going to no-show you, man. If I can't make it and you've given me a deposit, I'm going to send the deposit back, brother. I'm not going to go stealing your money, you know? I don't want it like that. I don't do business like that. But on the other hand... If you give me a deposit and you back out on me, you're not getting that deposit back. That's what the deposit was for. You made me hold that date, and people know because I've advertised that I'm doing that date. And somebody that might have wanted to book me now will say, "Oh, we were going to book him, but we can't because he's already, you know, he's already booked somewhere." So that's the deal, man. And the booking and the deposit come at the same time. It's not that hard, man. It's not that hard to figure out. It's real simple business, man. It's a real simple equation. Book somebody and pay somebody. You understand? And if you uh, if you break that deal, that deposit doesn't get returned. That deposit isn't a. It's not like a, like a you know I don't know whatever like a holding fee and then if you decide that you don't want me you know then you get your money back no man when you book me be sure that you want to book me have the money have the money for the, my deposit or my my full amount have the money for a plane ticket you know a lot of times uh i get booked and then it's like well we can't find a flight well what do you want me to do you know what i mean like you got to plan all that ahead of time, man. You know what I mean? Look at what the flights are. When you're when you know that you got the money to afford a flight, when you know that you got a hotel lined up, when you know that you have the money to pay me my rate, then we do business, man. But don't call me up and say, "Hey, man, I want to book you, but uh, let me get back to you. Let me talk to my business partner. Let me see. Uh, let me sell a few more of the tickets. Uh, waiting for a couple of checks." Man, if you don't have it, you don't have it, man. That's cool. So that's the uh, that's the big lesson for today, man. No, you know, hey, man, I'm I could be an easygoing guy or I could be a prick. You know what I mean? And uh, you'd like me a lot more when I'm an easygoing guy, and I'm an easygoing guy when you do right by me. If you don't do right by me, I get a little cranky. You understand? So, uh, uh-oh. I guess that's my, uh, that's my time because the dogs are going to start going nuts because the landscaping people, they're out there, man. And things are going to get real loud and crazy right now. So I'm going to let you guys go right now. It's a 31-minute episode here, but I think I got everything out that I had to say, and I hope you enjoyed it, and I hope everybody learned something from it. Yeah. Macho Man out.